Welcome to Camp Pearls. It's a good day to have a great day podcast. Be sure to join us for weekly episodes. Now, here's Brother Don. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to It's a Good Day to Have a Great Day. I'm Don Barrett coming to you from the beautiful facilities at Camp Pearl Ministries, praying that your day is a great one. We've been talking these last couple of weeks about this most important subject. Really, the most important question that you could ever answer is, what do you think it takes to get to heaven? Really, the question boils down to, are you saved? We've been discussing that word, what it means, saved, and we've discovered that it really means to be rescued, to be delivered. The context is going to determine that from which you are delivered. And when it speaks of salvation in biblical terms, we are delivered from something in actually three different ways. Number one, we're delivered in the past tense from the penalty of our sin. Number two, we're delivered in the present tense from the power of sin. And then number three, in the future tense, we are delivered eventually from the presence of sin. In reality, the human is delivered from sin, and we're answering the question is, how is that done? Well, in the past tense, we have discovered that when God sees all humanity, he sees us grouped together in one of two groups. Either man is in Adam or man is in Christ. There is no other group to be considered. You are either in Adam or you are in Christ. We have seen that the way one gets in Adam is very simple. It's simply to be born. All of us have sinned and fallen short of God's glory. The way we get in Adam is to be born. Well, how do we get in Christ? Well, the way we get in Christ is to be born again. That's what that term means. Some people use that expression born again and use it synonymously with being saved. It really does mean to get out of Adam and to be born again into Christ. The way I do that is by believing, by believing that Jesus is my substitute for the sin and he took the penalty and the punishment of what I deserved when I was born in sin. And he is my really one and only deliverer. I can only come to God through Jesus. For Jesus himself said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes into the Father unless he comes by me. In these two groups, the Bible clearly states that for since by man came death, by man came also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam... All die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. So, in these two groups, the end result is those who are in Adam shall die and be eternally separated from the Father. However, to get out of Adam and into Christ, that means I've been made alive and I will live forever with the Father. How do I get out of Adam and into Christ? It's by believing that Jesus is my one and only Savior, and trusting him to get me to heaven. When I do that, I have been in the past delivered from the penalty of my sin. 
I thank God for that. I did that when I was nine years old, and the effects of that continue today. But there's another aspect that we saw, and that is present tense, being delivered from the power of sin in my life. You see, when I trusted Jesus as my Savior, I was separated from sin. That's what Jesus did for me. He took me out of that and made me alive, separated me from sin. But in reality, in my present condition, sin is not separated from me. Reality states that the temptation is just as strong as it was before I trusted Jesus as my Savior, and to be delivered from the power of sin assumes that I have now a responsibility as a believer in Jesus to do something. In the book of Romans, chapter 6, verse 10, it speaks of the death that Jesus died. He died to sin once for all, but the life that he lives, he lives to God. And now I'm told to do something. Likewise, you also, in verse 11 of Romans 6, reckon yourselves to be dead indeed to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body, that you should obey it in its lusts. And do not present your members as instruments of unrighteousness to sin, but present yourselves to God as being alive from the dead, and your members as instruments of righteousness to God. For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under law, but under grace. There's a key to being delivered from the power of sin. I assume responsibility as a believer in Jesus to say no to sin and to say yes to the Spirit of God who lives within me, who has the power to cause me to say no to that sin and therefore have victory over the power of sin. And then the final aspect of saved in the future tense has the idea of being delivered from the very presence of sin. If I were to ask you a question, who is allowed into heaven? The correct answer would be only those who are perfect because we have a perfect father in heaven. God is light and in him is no darkness, no none whatsoever. God and darkness do not mix. Darkness would be a symbol of sin. And so therefore there is no sin in heaven. Only perfect people can get to heaven. And so if I am in Christ and have his righteousness over me, then I stand complete as a perfect person in Christ because Christ is perfect. You see, it's not really my perfection because, quite frankly, none of us can be perfect. But Jesus was and is. And when I am in Christ, I stand complete in his perfection, so that the Bible says that one day I will be able to be changed in the future. This old body that I have is not going to be suitable for eternity. I will need a new suit, so to speak. And so we've got that clearly mentioned in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. And I love this triumphant statement that the Apostle Paul makes. In speaking of the future resurrection, he states, Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. Now, 
I realize that some of those have put that statement in the nursery for the nursery workers in church to make sure that the babies are changed, but that's really not what it's referring to, obviously, is it? It's referring to those believers in Jesus. In a moment, he says, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. Oh, I look forward to that day. That's the state of glorification, when sin will never again be part of my body. That sense, I will be saved in the future tense from the very presence of sin, as I will dwell forever with my Father. It's interesting to note in those three different tenses that in the past tense salvation, I have been saved from the penalty of my sin. What did I do? Well, it wasn't really what I did. It's rather believing what Jesus did for me. We talked about that and put my trust in him. And in the future tense, what do I do to be saved from the presence of sin? Well, it's really not anything that I do because either I die and will have my glorified body, or Jesus comes again for me in the rapture. In either place, it's not something that I do, it's something done for me. But it's in that middle, present tense, when God expects me to do something. Knowing that without Jesus, I can do nothing, I need his strength and power, but I'm responsible to yield to him That involves me doing something. The other two tenses involves me doing nothing. One is to believe and the other is to wait. But the middle one, the present tense, I am involved in yielding my bodily instruments as instruments of righteousness and walking by the power of the Spirit. So if I were to ask you today, are you saved? Technically, you should be able to respond and say, well, which tense are you talking about? Because I have been saved, and one day I will be saved. Well, today I'm struggling, and I'm hoping that I am saved from the power of sin. But you pray for me as I seek to overcome these struggles and these trials and these temptations that face me daily. So I hope that you could answer, yes, I have been saved. And yes, I will be saved. And pray for me that I may be saved on a day-to-day basis as I deal with that struggling sin nature that still abides in my life. But I am thankful that we can have the victory through Jesus Christ our Lord. Let me pray with you. Father in heaven, how thankful I am to know that you've not left us in the dark regarding this beautiful picture of salvation. I'm thankful that I have been saved. That's been settled, and that is secure. And I'm thankful, Father, that one day I will be saved. I look forward to that day, that glorified body, when sin is no more present with me. And today I'm praying that I will, present tense, be saved from the power of sin that rears its ugly head and wants to seek dominion over me. And I pray this for everyone who's listening to my voice today, that they may be enjoying victory that comes as we walk in the light and the truth of your word by the power of your spirit. To that end, I give you thanks. In the name of Jesus, 
our deliverer and rescuer, I pray. Amen. Now, I hope that you go out and turn this good day into a great day. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. We would love for you to share this with a friend. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. To learn more about Camp Pearl Ministries or to help support this podcast and other gospel outreach, visit us online at camppearl.com. We pray you have a great day today, right now, in the life only Jesus can give.